This is the Wife Wisdom Podcast with Christy Little-Jones of MrsChristyJones.com, episode number 34. In today's episode, I am talking about a very important piece in marriage for a wife, emotional connection to her husband. This is what makes us want to say I do and makes us believe that our man really knows us and he gets us. But the key is maintaining this emotional intimacy throughout the journey of marriage. And today I'm going to share six keys to creating emotional connection in your marriage. Up next on the Wife Wisdom Podcast. Welcome to the Wife Wisdom Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Little-Jones. I'm a relationship coach, a marriage and family champion, and the chief cheerleader for women all over the world. The Wife Wisdom Podcast is a real conversation designed to help you cultivate the heart of a wife. If you're single and desire to be married, or if you are newly married and want to thrive as a wife, or if you are a seasoned wife and just need a little encouragement staying a wife, you are in the right place. If you are new to our podcast, I am so excited that you are here. Welcome to the family. If you are already a part of my tribe, you already know how much I love and appreciate you. So let's jump right into today's show. Today's episode is all about emotional connection in marriage. So what is an emotional connection and why is it so important to us? Well, let's first start off by acknowledging that we were created to be emotional, God created us to be emotional for a reason. There are so many wonderful traits that come out of our emotional being, our feelings, our happiness, our sadness, our excitement, our compassion, our love, our anger, our hope, and the list goes on and on and on. So when we are in a relationship, any relationship actually, and our energies connect in a really positive way, there is an emotional experience that results in this wonderful feeling of being understood, appreciated, adored, valued, loved, and on and on and on. And so many men when pursuing a woman open themselves up to being more vulnerable and transparent because they wanna earn your trust, they wanna earn your respect, and ultimately your love. So I think many of us can agree that when you experience the goodness of a genuine emotional connection, whether it's with your boyfriend, your husband, your fiance, your child, your sister friend, your parent, or even a coworker, that the feelings generated from your emotional interaction result in this blissful experience. So I've mentioned before on one of my pod, several of my podcasts uh, that men, women are like spaghetti. Men are like waffles. Women are like spaghetti. And so I want to, women want to connect emotionally and passionately on a deeper level. And I, the book that I mentioned before is by Bill and Pam Farrell, Men Are Like Waffles, Women Are Like Spaghetti. And they talk about how women want their daily experience in life to be connected. And they want him to touch one another. They want it to touch each other. So from the time we wake up to the time we go to bed, it's this every touch point that we have with people, with experiences, we want them to be 
a positive, healthy, and happy emotional experience. Because, and men are like waffles, so they want to give you the highlights. They really focus on the highlights. And I don't want to generalize, but in general, many men, right? Uh, they want to focus on the the highlights of everything, whereas women really want to get into the nitty gritty of the details. And <laughs> because men love the highlights and we want the details, it could be a very stressful situation, just the relationship in general, because we're always wanting more, 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 more. Give me more. Give me more. How do you feel? What do you want? What are you thinking? And the man is like, no, I'm not thinking anything. Plain and simple, done. No, <laughs> end of discussion, right? And so when we ask them, hey, babe, so how was your day today? And they say, oh, it was fine. And that's it. We're like, um, and anything else? Like, we want to know what they did, what they ate at lunch, the specifics of the restaurant, what did they order? We want to know who did, did they eat with by themselves or with someone else? What music did they listen to on their way to work? What about on the way home? Who did they talk to today on the way? It's not a big deal to us, right? Right. Well, for our guys, it's a big deal and it totally stresses them out because we need all of the details. And because it's just the way we were, God's created us very differently and uniquely, we have to learn how to not only engage with one another, but we have to learn how to communicate with one another in a way that makes room for each other to be who God's created us to be, as opposed to Men thinking that, oh, she's just emotional because we want details and us thinking like, oh, he just doesn't care about us. He doesn't connect with me emotionally because he really just wants to focus on the highlights, right? So what's the secret to creating emotional intimacy with your spouse? What I have, I'm about to share with you, I have learned in literally through a lot of trial and error. <laughs> 18 years worth, actually. And so I have totally disrespected my husband unknowingly. And on the flip side, I've created a very safe place for him to be really honest and transparent with me. So here are my top tips by six keys for creating a lasting emotional connection and intimacy with your husband. Key number one, give your undivided attention. Your husband or your husband-to-be wants to feel like they are a priority to you. And so when the two of you are engaging in conversation, put down the phone, look at each other when he's sharing, even when you could totally care less about what he's talking about, show interest and let him know through your body language that he matters to you. You would want him to do the exact same thing for you, right? So this small gesture of letting him know that what matters to him matters to you amazingly begins to create a beautiful connection of trust between you and your spouse. I remember when I was first dating Adrian, he was really, really into cars. I mean, ladies, really 
into cars. So, so much so where in the first, I think, month, maybe six weeks of us dating, we drove down to Sarasota, Florida from the Washington, D.C. area. I think it was like 15, maybe 15 hours. We were driving to go to a car show. Now, I'd never been to a car show before, and so I was kind of excited. One, I like road trips. Two, I love to travel. Three, um, okay, I like learning something new, and, you know, he had swept me off my feet already, so I was really excited just to spend the weekend with him. So we drive down to Sarasota, Florida. There is this big open field of all of these cars. Now... (laughs) When I saw these cars, they had these Swiffers. They had Swiffers for cars, like to get the little dust off the car. Um, he spent probably eight hours cleaning his car. Now, he's not a professional detailer, but he spent about eight hours cleaning his car before we went down there. So then he had to clean it when we got there. And then he Swiffered it throughout the day. And there was everybody else was doing this. He had magazine upon magazine upon magazine just on wheels, just on wheels. When we would be in the conversation, when we would be in the car driving somewhere, having a serious conversation, he would literally stop me in the middle of the serious conversation and talk about a car that was going the opposite direction on the other side of the freeway and how amazing it was. Okay. So you guys get the point, right? He really loved cars. Now, it totally got on my nerves that he would introduce me. I mean, he would interrupt me in the middle of of me having a conversation with him about something really serious and deep. And he's talking about a car driving the opposite direction. First of all, you're not paying attention. Second of all, I don't care about this car. But eventually, because I knew he loved it so much, I started noticing cars and I would say, hey, babe, did you see this? Or I would I would take a picture of it and I'm like, oh, what is this? And I would ask him different questions about fenders and colors and different cars. And I could completely care less about any of it or all of it, (laughs) but it mattered to him. So it was important to me to make sure that I made it a priority to get to know more about this thing that he loved so much. And so I'm glad that cars are not as important, but he's taking up a new love, which is golf. Ladies, he loves golf more than eating. He could golf, if he can golf his ball and not eat, he would give up the eating. That's how much he loves golf. So I've taken golf lessons. I have some really great, cute little outfits for golf. I have these awesome clubs that, of course, are pink. I have an amazing driver that I with a little wraparound that is so cute and so pretty. But I do not have four or five hours to spend on the golf course because I feel like it's a complete waste of my time. However, I will go out and play maybe nine holes with him because 18 is just too much. But when, you know, Tiger Woods plays or he just gets excited and he shares certain things with me, I just listen and I'm excited with him. It is, it's a simple skill that we can learn as wives that really help create an emotional connection with our husbands. Because when they're excited about something when we take an interest in it and want to ask them questions about it in an effort to learn more, it really does seamlessly 
help us connect more emotionally, more efficiently. Number, key number two, don't interrupt. This is huge, especially when you're wanting to communicate better with your spouse and when you desire an emotional connection or intimacy with him. Communication is on the top of the list. So wives who interrupt their husbands are subtly saying, what I have to say is way more important than what you are saying right now. Ooh, I know. This is a bad habit for many, many of us, many of my sister friends, including me at times, but keep working on it. Changing a behavior takes time and a lot of grace. So even if you are very proactive and you don't get offended easily, I think that something that may help you stop interrupting is ask the people in your life to tell you when you're interrupting. Because oftentimes when you interrupt, you don't realize that you're interrupting. So if you were to say to your husband, I really want to stop interrupting you when you're talking because I want you to know that I, I value what you're saying and I'm listening. So couldn't you help me get better at not interrupting you by letting me know when I'm interrupting you? Because the person who's interrupting oftentimes doesn't realize that they're inter- interrupting and causing the offense at times. So if you have the person who is trying to talk or share, let you know when you're interrupting, they would, I'm sure they would be happy <laughs> to do so. So this has helped me and Adrian where when I would interrupt, he would just stop. He would just stop talking. I'm like, oh, oh man, I'm sorry. Okay, 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 finish. Now, the key to this is not to be trying to remember what you're saying and think of your to-do list of what it is that you want to share when they're finished because then you're not present and you miss what they're saying. They know you've totally checked out and it can cause friction. It can cause an offense. It can cause distance because they know you're really not paying attention because you're trying to think about what you want to say when they're talking. One of the things that I've done that has helped is in, especially in deeper conversations, I will just have a notepad and to, in an an effort to be fully present with what he is saying, um, we've come to an agreement that we can take notes during those conversations. So I just literally will put bullet points down for things that I want to not forget to share when he's finished but there's no offense there because it's a mutual agreement that we have have decided it helps us to become better communicators with each other. So he will do the same thing. He'll be present for me when I'm talking and he'll write down bullet points. I'll be present for him and write down bullet points of things that I wanna talk to him about when he's finished. Key number three, create a safe place. Now, what does this mean? When you want a better emotional connection with your spouse, you have, you have to, have to, have to create a safe place for your man to show up. So how do you do that? This actually can be tough for some people because what you're doing is you are allowing your husband to just be, to be real without explanation, without judgment, without criticism, and without your opinion. And most of all, without 
expectation. Now, this takes some serious discipline, especially for my sister girls who really need to be heard because they always want to be right. And that's a big one, because when you have this insatiable need to be heard because you want to always be right or you always want to prove your point, this can create a problem with creating a safe place for your man. Now, you know, we have very real conversations here at Wife Wisdom. So um, I remember recently my family was over at the house and we were playing a board game and Adrian didn't want to play. I was very upset and offended because we don't get to spend a whole bunch of time with my family. They live on all the way across on the other side of the country. And he wanted to go down downstairs to watch TV. Now, in my head, I was heated because... Again, we don't get to see them very often, but I created a safe place for him to just do him. I was mad at first, but I flipped the roles. And if I was in a, if I was in a funk and didn't really feel like playing a game with his family, I would want his understanding and support. So I created a safe place for him to just be. Yes, there was a violation of my expectation. Yes, I was disappointed because he didn't participate in the game with the 33 of us. But I was like, okay, I'm gonna let him do him. And this time from us playing the game to me, you know, having a little time to kind of not be so angry, I was really in my mind, I had to flip the roles. If I was in, the, in, his, in his shoes and I didn't feel like playing, would I want him to create a safe place for me to just do what I wanted to do? And the answer was yes. The other thing is you, when you create a safe place for your, your spouse, it totally makes, it's really interesting because it draws them into becoming more transparent, more vulnerable and wanting to be more emotionally connected with you. Key number four, no punishing. This actually goes with tip number three, creating a safe place. But when you create a safe place for your husband to be real and he tells you his real, you've got to give him the room to be real. Now, this this key is a little advanced, but it's critical. And I know that each and every one of you can do it. And so I want to share in in episode number six, I shared how my husband and I overcame infidelity in our marriage. And I remember when we were initially rebuilding trust, I was very intentional in creating a safe place for him to show up. I would ask him how he was doing in his heart and his mind, and he would share certain things that he was struggling with. Ladies. Sometimes hearing his truth really, really, really hurt. And my heart was mending. So it hurt my mending heart to hear the the realness of what he was sharing. There were times that I wanted to go off. There were times I wanted to pull my love away because it was hurting my heart 
with what he was sharing because it was real, it was raw, it was authentic, it was genuine, it was sincere, but I didn't want to hear it. But I made a decision to fight myself from and keep myself from shutting down and allowing the the potential offense of his being real and raw to prevent me from growing an emotional connection and intimacy with him. Let me tell you, by me making the decision to not punish him for being real, to not shut down, to not pull my love away, to not be critical and judgmental and, and start and going off on him because he was real. I created this beautiful, incredible space for him to trust me with his realness, to trust me with him being raw. And it had, has completely changed our marriage completely. And you have the power to do the exact same to create a space for your husband to show up real, to show up raw in his conversation with you. Because if he can be real with you, if he can be raw with you and tell you his innermost, the deep, his deepest feelings, genuine, sincere feelings, he's going to trust you with them. If he tells them to you, but then you go off on him, you shut down, you pull your love away, you don't give him any more sex, you stop cooking for him, you have a, you look at him from, from the side of your eye and because you're pissed off at him, you stop talking to him, he is not going to share anything with you at all. He won't because he can't trust you with him being real. He can't trust you with him being raw genuine, sincere. So what happens is he ends up being what you want him to be, which is leaves you with absolutely no emotional connection. And I've been there, done that. And so I can tell you both sides of the coin. If he's real with you, be there, be present and we can work, we can work through some of the things that he's shared that may have hurt you, that may have hurt your feelings. Um, there, there is a time when I first listened to some of the things that he was sharing and I would be like, oh, wow. As much as that's hard to hear, thank you for sharing with me. Thank you for being honest with me. Thank you for allowing me to see what you're struggling with. I really appreciate it. And just by being open to having that conversation, it, it instantly created an emotional intimacy, an emotional connection that we all value. It was an incredible emotional cult, a, a closeness, emotional closeness that is cultivated because you are not only creating a safe place, but there's trust in this safe place. So he started sharing more things with me without me having to ask a million questions. It was awesome. But you have to decide to discipline yourself and not allow your your emotionalism to get in the way of what you are trying to accomplish. And that's this emotional, amazing emotional connection and intimacy with your husband. So um, I want you to imagine your husband getting the nerve to share something intimate with you. 
and you just receiving it. You just allow him to be creating that safe place for him to just show up. There's no emotional attachment to it at all, but just allowing him to be real, to be raw. It is amazing. Key number five, your husband has to trust you. He has to trust you a hundred percent. He has to know that you are on his team and that you've got his back no matter what, no matter who. And what I have found in my coaching experience with men is that they trust emotional stability in their women. When they know what they are going to get, they trust you. They like the stability that marriage brings and you can add to that by being even emotionally. The women who are emotionally all over the place often send men running to the hills because they don't know how to deal with them. And quite frankly, they really don't want to deal with them. They Men don't want to deal with emotionally unstable women. That has been my experience, 16 years of coaching men in in couples, whether they're preparing for marriage or fighting for their marriage, they do not want emotionally unstable women. Now, because we are emotional creatures, we're emotional period, but we can operate in self-control with our emotions. So they don't have to be all over the place where one minute they do, they do something and we are excited and we love it. They do the same thing four days later and we fly off the handle and go off on them. That's emotionally unstable <laughs> because I just did this on Monday and you were happy and excited. And I did this on Thursday and now you're mad and ready to punch me. Like, which one is it? That is across the board. I don't care the age of the man, the, the, the race, the color, the age, the height, the weight. They all say the same, that they want peace and they want a woman who when the, they say that we're moving targets, right? So one minute they wash the dishes and things are great and amazing. They, they initiate picking up the, the laundry and folding it and putting it away even, right? And that is like foreplay to somebody like me who's had three babies in three years. When my husband took, would wash the clothes and fold them and put them away, oh, He loved that night. I'm telling y'all. So then, but so guess what? It was like Pavlov's dog. So he would do the same thing the next night and he want the same results. Maybe not necessarily because I was up all night with one of my kids and I was exhausted. So now he's like, well, you know, I just did this on Monday but now I do it on, I want to do it Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday <laughs> to have the same result. And I didn't get that. So even though, you know, emotionally connect, we're emotional creatures, it's really important to stay open in conversation and to create a safe place that creates the trust for you to be able to have the conversation so that you don't allow unspoken Um, offenses to really create distance in your relationship. And finally, key number six, be vulnerable and be transparent. 
This is a practice that works like a seesaw. So when you become vulnerable with your spouse and authentically share your heart, it literally puts him in position to want to do the same because he can tell when you are being sincere and transparent and vulnerable and be sure not to use your emotions to manipulate. Really key. Do not use your emotions to manipulate your man. This is this practice can often backfire. It is not a good deal because they may initially, especially in new relationships or new marriages, that they may think that, oh, this is really sincere and genuine and oh, she's really hurt by this. But internally, you may just be manipulating him because he did something that you didn't want him to do or you're wanting him to do something. And Eventually, you cannot keep this up for forever. So eventually the truth comes out. There's, you know, revelation that when this, there's been some manipulation in the relationship and now you're having to deal with another issue that you wouldn't have to if you never, never did it in the first place. So be vulnerable, be transparent. It's scary for a lot of people to be vulnerable. It's scary to be transparent because the of the fear of rejection, the fear of judgment, the fear of criticism and ridicule, even in a relationship, even in a marriage, it's there. And so, but when you create a safe place for each other, then it, what it does is it opens up the opportunity to have conversation without being afraid, without having fear of the judgment and rejection and criticism and ridicule and all of that. So These are just a few of the highlighted (laughs) keys that I practice regularly in my marriage and they have proven true in all my relationships actually, even with my sister friends that just creating a safe place and showing up real and allowing them to show up real and, and it's a really great way to do relationships in general. So I put into practice what I share today and I want you to try to do the same. I want you to put into practice what I've shared. Watch the connection within your marriage really shift, really start changing, really start getting more, there being more emotional glue there in your relationship where you're able to get back to a place of closeness and emotional intimacy. And if you are already there, wonderful. You can always make it stronger. Always, right? We can never have, you know, enough emotional, just an even emotional connection, even emotional uh, intimacy. It's a beautiful space to be in. It's like your happy place in your relationship, in your marriage, where you both are feeling loved mutually and valued and honored and respected and adored and appreciated. It's beautiful. And there's so many marriages, unfortunately, that are missing this emotional connection, but it's such a vital piece to really thriving in your marriage and living happily ever after because, but it takes work. As you can see, it takes work. So do the work and um, please let me know what experiences you have that have come about the emotional closeness that has been created, that is being created in your relationships. Please share that with me because I would love to hear it. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me today for this 
week's episode. I pray that the six keys to creating emotional connection and intimacy were clear, they were concise, and that they offer you practical steps that you can apply to your relationship. And as always, I'm so thankful to my tribe of faithful listeners. I appreciate you so much. And those of you who are new to this podcast, I hope that you will be back and join us again. And if you are not following us on Instagram, please come on over and say hello. I'd love to meet you. You need to just go to at Wife Wisdom. If you listen to us on iTunes and haven't rated our podcast, please do so because it helps other people find other women find the podcast. And this summer, we have some really fun and exciting programs and products that I'm working on right now as we speak that I do not want you to miss. So please join our email list by going to bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash join wife wisdom. We post new episodes every single Monday by 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So they are, you will have access to them at any time, whenever it's convenient for you, all you need to do is go to bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash the Wife Wisdom Podcast, and you'll be able to listen to them at your convenience. So thank you again for listening to today's podcast. I love you and I believe in your breakthrough and I will connect with you this time next week. Bye-bye. The Wife Wisdom Podcast with Christy Little-Jones was created to help you cultivate the heart of a wife by giving you practical tools, tips, and techniques to live happily ever after. Well, at least most of the time. (laughs) So until next week, keep learning, keep listening, and keep love first. Bye-bye.